Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. We're gonna have a great show. We're heading north to Ainsworth, Nebraska, where we're gonna meet up with Dr. Kip Lucas-Savage, who is at Daniels Manufacturing. And we're gonna talk about how their business got started. And we're also gonna talk about how their business has evolved over the years to handle cattle safely with less stress. It's gonna be a great show, so stay tuned. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. We're gonna head north to Ainsworth, Nebraska, where we're gonna meet up with Dr. Kip Lucas-Savage, where he is at Daniel's Manufacturing. Thanks, Dan. Uh, Kip Lucas-Savage here, and, and um, I get the privilege of being up here in some of my old stomping grounds. Uh, Daniel's Manufacturing today, uh, Ainsworth, Nebraska. Uh, I get to be here with two of my greatest friends uh, in the world. Uh, got Danny Daniels, uh, owner of Daniel's Manufacturing. We got Cade Blake. Um, um, how long has this, this company been in business? Since 1958. 1958. That's when he started. And here's your dad, dude. Yeah, my dad, dad started. My dad started, left the ranch uh, probably 10 years before that. And he always liked building things. And uh, the rest of my aunts and uncles all ranched. And dad liked building things. And that's how Daniel's Manufacturing got started. Yeah. The double alley to a single alley. Dude was way ahead of his time when he designed that, and and, uh, and then you've kind of revamped it a little bit, made uh, some stronger points in there as well. But the fact of keeping things open and uh, uh, straight, uh, yeah. having cattle go straight rather than in circles or in curves, I think was just just an excellent concept. And, yeah. and uh, we got to meet Bud Williams. I think that was in 2003, 2003 or 2005. We were up in South Dakota. If you remember that, oh, we, went yeah. to a, we went to a three-day seminar. This guy and I did, and, and uh, just uh, got to meet Bud Williams and Eunice, his wife, and, and uh, yeah, we had a blast up there. But really, got to learn the heart of what uh, cattle handling was. It wasn't that we didn't necessarily know, but uh, Bud opened our eyes into some of the things that of why your facility uh, was just so perfect. Yeah. in terms of the voluntary yeah. flow of cattle and so forth. Yeah. It's amazing that if you, uh, cattle are the same as you and I. I mean, if you, you know, uh, if you force us to do something, uh, we're gonna maybe reject that a little bit at times. And, and if you can acquire where you can get voluntary flow, I think it's just so much more fantastic. And, and the bud, bud box is designed, you know, just so that yeah. cattle go past the point of where yeah. you want them to go. They come to a dead end stop yeah. or a stopping point and they turn back, they always, concept-wise, they want to return where they came from. Exactly. And then you can redirect them and go down that alley. And what was so nice about the straight alley and the open sides is, is they can see exactly where they're going. Uh, Cade, we got, uh, you came into Daniel's Manufacturing, what year was that? Uh, 2009. 2009. And, yeah. And uh, Cade, uh, he had livestock handling experience as well uh, before coming here, but uh, just in terms of uh, the design, what, what got you intrigued on, on uh, <clears throat> doing the designs? Well, so like my, my granddad, he bought the 10th one of those alleyways ever built years wow. ago. And, and we, had, we, were, we were actually using a bud box before we even knew it was a bud box. It's just how we always brought cattle in. Yeah. You know, and then getting here and, and started to weld, uh, it was during that K-State project. And then Dan had me kind of start in on some design stuff and heck, it kind of some of the stuff that we had been doing for a long time and, and then getting with you and Dr. Tom, yeah. you know, and kind of getting some ideas. And 
been a lot of fun. The beautiful thing about Daniel's manufacturing, I would say, that I've had the, the chance to experience is the fact that when we've had to change something, if something wasn't working, you guys have always been so great about just yeah. uh, revamping things or making things better. Like I said, I don't mm -hmm. know how many times we changed the hydraulic yeah. chute to where it is today, but it's pretty perfect today. Yeah, it's yeah. never been set in stone. Uh, we're not too proud to say maybe we need to do something different. And, yeah, we always like taking a challenge, and, and we learn all the time. So next, I think what we'll, we'll talk about, uh, Dan, is kind of go into uh, facilities as far as when people call Cade or Danny, the questions that we ask, what helps us in terms of being able to draw or facilitate the, the actual design of the, of the facilities, and, uh, and, and kind of go into that a little bit more in depth. Thanks, Dr. Kip, and we'll be right back with more Doc Talk. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. We're going to go back up to Ainsworth, Nebraska with Dr. Kip Lucas Savage as he sits down with Danny and Cade and talk about what goes into designing a facility. Thanks, Dan, for uh, having us back. Uh, this segment here, we're going to just talk a little bit just briefly on uh, when people come in and ask or when they give a call to, to Daniel's Manufacturing, uh, what things do they ask the, the person in terms of facility design if they're wanting their facilities to be refurbished or a complete redesign or or brand new build of the facility. So I'll throw it to you, Kate. I says, uh, you know, what, what kind of questions do you start with uh, when you get that first call of saying, you know, hey, I, I want a new processing facility or that? What, what things do you kind of go through? Well, at, at first, you know, we'll ask them kind of what they have for a, a setup, you know, if it's, it's feedlot or cow-calf or, you know, and then we'll talk about if they you know, if they want to use some of their existing fence lines, if we can incorporate some of that, um, you know, if they want to sort multiple ways out mm -hmm. of the squeeze chute, you know, we can maybe design different is, ways we sort. And, is it easiest? I mean, obviously you get, you get the address and pictures and whatnot. Do you, mm -hmm. do you uh, use like Google Earth and stuff like that to try to map out or, or, or plat maps or something to map out where yeah. they're at? Yeah, but hopefully the building is new enough that it's, it's on the image. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, a lot of times I can just get a Google Earth image and then I fit everything to scale and put it right on top of that image so you can see exactly how that flow lays out. And it turns out really good yeah. and it kind of helps. And if a guy could send some pictures, you know, because some of these guys are quite a ways away. You yeah, know, so it's absolutely. To drive all the way out there sometimes where Google Earth can be kind of handy. Yeah. You know, and then it, you discuss elevation too if, there's, if they've got certain drainage spots that we need to yeah. work around. Or, and then as far as uh, once you get those designs in place, I mean, you, you put them on a, a, a drawing software and, and uh, you get it to scale, you said, and, and mm -hmm. uh, when you give them that final picture, that, that drawing, do you ever have to redraw? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's, well, that can't work because of this, which is, you know, it, it don't take long to do. Yeah. You know, and as, as long as I think, because our biggest goal is, is making sure the cattle flow well. Yep. and it's going to be user-friendly, you know, and, and so sometimes they want, you know, or have a different picture, you yeah. know, that it don't quite fit, and, and sometimes it's just get another set of eyes on it, yeah. and once they see, well, okay, yeah, we can do that, yeah. and that's, that's good. Um, I think that's been the hardest concept sometimes is to have people understand what, what we envision <clears throat> in terms of how the cattle are going to handle, but I think the, the other thing is, is always taking in mind when we do facility designs is, is that we're thinking of the cattle flow first and the voluntary flow. 
We're thinking about the safety of the animal and the safety of the person uh, that's handling the animal or the horse or whatever exactly. that's going to be involved. And, uh, and I think that's that stuff. And there's there's things there like we've done with, you know, like you've done with your facility as far as just changing things here and there to make it work better. Yeah. But even today is just in design wise is, is even adding little uh, safety uh, walkthroughs and stuff so that people can get in and out quickly uh, if need be, uh, but then always putting them in the best position uh, for the cattle. Right. And I think those are all the things that we always think about when we're designing facilities today. And and uh, and these guys here, uh, again, uh, I've learned so much from them um, and uh, it's just been fantastic. I think we've learned together and just, and just constantly making a better facility and, uh, and never being just that this is how it has to be. Right. So I think the beauty, uh, Kate, is is that uh, when people call is, is, is uh, you're wor willing to work with them, but uh, also guide them in some of those decisions as far as uh, maybe the best approach for cattle. And that's what Daniel's Manufacturing, I think, does so well. Thanks, Dr. Kip. When we come back, Dr. Kip's gonna step out to the shop where he's gonna show you some of the machinery and show you why Daniel's Manufacturing stands out in the field. Hey there, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm gonna throw this show back to Dr. Kip Lucas-Savage, who's up in Ainsworth, Nebraska, with Daniel's Manufacturing. So this is the ultimate hydraulic squeeze chute. I know in our other segments we talked about in there today is, is how, uh, how many times this chute has changed over the years, but we really got a really nice product here today that we've adapted to, you know, as far as our ability to listen or our doors, how our door, the doors open and so forth on this thing. But importantly is, is I want you to talk about just the quietness of the chute, how, just how things work so smoothly on it. Sure. So, so our head gates, you know, a few things that we've done is even down here, we've got that, that poly plastic. So we don't really, we really don't have any steel on steel, which is, has really eliminated our noise, but it's also been good as far as maintenance goes. It's pretty minimal maintenance. We got a few grease jerks on the doors and, and whatnot and on our arm, but that's, that's about it. So the, the beautiful thing about this chute also is, is that I have uh, as much uh, bull work that I've done. Our bulls are pretty large today at times. Uh, we can have them anywhere from 25 to 3,200 pounds and they're pretty wide. I have yet to not be able to get a bull into one of these Daniel chutes. I mean this thing will widen out as far as any chute that I know and hold the bull in place when I need to look at him. Uh, it's a fantastic chute for that. Jimmy K, this is a uh, a completed single and, and uh, double alley. The double alley is standard as, start, as far as the length and, and so forth, but the singles you do uh, make in different lengths and you have custom built singles before to fit in facilities. Uh, and I think that's an important part of Daniel's manufacturing as well. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we, we do three different lengths. You know, we do a, a 44 foot alley, a 30 or a 38 and a 32. And that double, you're, you're right, it stays the same at 18.6, and we just change the lengths of those. It's 13.7, 19.7, and 25.7. And then there are guys that maybe want to have a, a really long stretch of single. And really, 30 foot's about the most we go. Yeah. And some guys will put singles together. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the, the only problem with that is is there's, there's an area right here where your smaller calves might try to turn around on you. Yeah. So if you can get away with doing that 30 foot, yeah. it, it'd be great, but if, if not, okay too yeah. and we've had yards in the past that have done longer singles and the, the biggest point i always tell people today is is that 
the alley shouldn't be your bottleneck. You, you want continued flow of cattle walking through that alley. Don't store cattle in your box or your alley. Make sure there's continued movement uh, because every time something stops, you have to restart it. So I think that's always an important part of it. Talk to us a little bit here about just the, as far as the quietness and the things that you guys put on this, this alley uh, to make it so quiet as cattle move through it. So we, we have rubber bumpers here, of course. So you, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't hear any of that noise. You also get a rubber bumper right here in case somebody shoves that. It's not making a lot of noise. And then even the, even the latch has a little piece of rubber on it so that it doesn't make any noise. As far as the no-backs, kind of explain that. that this no-back is all the way down right now, but just talk about uh, how that thing works and, and uh, why it's important. Sure, well, it, and this here, it's, and you never really want to push this onto their backs, you know. You want to give it to where there's about that much space between their tailbone to where you're putting the bottom of that. But, but on these, we've, yeah, we've used this rubber bushings, and we're also using that brass bushing here, too, to kind of help give it more longevity, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's am amazingly quiet. It, it is, it is. I've, I've been in facilities, uh, even today, where, you know, they're on a chain, the no-backs are on a chain, or, or you know, they're just, they're, you can get some of the, the gravity carried no backs, mm -hmm. but they still make a sound, you know, as at the end of the day, I mean, there's still noise in there. And that noise leads to stress. It also leads to cattle not wanting to come underneath of it and so forth. And I think, again, just improving voluntary flow, uh, lowering stress levels of cattle as they come through, I think is all a, part, a big part of, of what you guys are doing here. And, mm -hmm. and just, again, the quality of it. I mean, it's just phenomenally built, strong, Love, I love everything about this alley, and, and uh, it's a great job. I, I do appreciate everything you guys do on it. That is some outstanding equipment, Dr. Kip. When we come back, Dr. Kip's going to wrap up at Daniel's Manufacturing with Danny and Cade, so stay tuned. Hey there, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. I have a co-host today. It's Dr. Kip Lucas-Savage, and he's on site up in Ainsworth, Nebraska, where he's going to do a wrap-up with Danny and Cade at Daniel's Manufacturing. Okay, Dan, thanks again for having us back. We're going to go through kind of just a final wrap-up here with Danny and Cade here uh, today. And, and uh, basically in this, this final wrap-up is just kind of to talk about uh, the things that have evolved over the years, I think, uh, between your, your chute, your, your alley, uh, the portable panels, the, the calving sheds, everything that you build for, for livestock here, um, ramps for loading cattle and so forth, has all been built around um, the Bud Williams concept as far as low stress cattle handling, you know, and always looking for the safety of the animal. And I think how does that translate into the, the performance and the health of the animal? Uh, from our perspective, from a veterinarian side, we definitely see great improvement. Musculoskeletal injuries are a big part of our industry today in terms of toe abscesses, uh, bruising, uh, those things like in meat, yeah. meat packing plants or even prior to get to, to the meat packing plants. And, and uh, so you guys have really done a great job of just helping the industry, helping the animal, I think, uh, reduce those injuries. And that's all through the voluntary flow or improving the voluntary flow of cattle through those facilities and, and how that translates into a reduction of stress, uh, cortisol levels decline. So reduction of cortisol really has helped in terms of uh, improving the overall immune function of the animal. 
uh, how they respond to vaccines at processing times and, and those things. And I think, uh, um, you know, Cade, the, the facilities that you helped design and, and put in and feedlot facilities, research facilities, uh, university settings uh, just really, really helped us along. And, and, and I just think about even the, the kids that get to use these facilities coming up today. Yeah. I mean, that is huge. Absolutely. That's part of our of our industry, right? Is is creating an environment that's going to be better for for our youth coming up, keep them safe, hopefully keep them active in our industry and keep wanting them to come back. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. If you can't pass it on, we wasted it. That's right. Absolutely. So, so you know, to to final uh put this thing in a final wrap up phase, I guess, but is 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 if uh if you out there are, are interested in designing a facility or or updating your current facility that you have um, or completely rebuilding a new one um, i would really encourage you to contact your veterinarian uh, contact the people that are going to be involved in in uh, working that facility and then more importantly i think is just contact one of these two these two guys here daniels manufacturing either danny daniels or Cade blake um, and uh I mean, they'll be more than happy to help you, uh, guide you through the process. You can contact myself as well. I, I work closely with both of these guys constantly. Um, and, uh, and the beautiful thing is we, we shoot the ideas off each other. We share our drawings with each other just to make sure that, that everything is in um, the right spot where we need it. And so uh, please just contact these guys and, and, um, and, and I know they'll be more than happy to help you out. Thanks, Dr. Kip. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Cade. What a great show. It's obvious to see the passion that they have for cattle handling. It's obvious the, the thought process that goes into to building these facilities uh, so that we can handle these cattle safely and with less stress. Remember, always work with your local veterinarian. And if you want to know what we do here on Doc Talk, you can find us on the web at www.doctalktv.com. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson with Dr. Kip Lucas-Savage, and we'll see you down the road. Closed captioning is brought to you by ProFusion Drench for Beef Cattle, a no-prescription, no-needle supplement. To learn more, go to zenpro.com. Doc Talk was brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals.